I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 168 this week, featuring my guests Kyle Wilson and Nathan Kane from the Ohio-based band Plastic Lemonade. Uh, they say they are a folk punk band at heart, and uh, I would definitely say they got uh, more than their fair share of indie rock in their sound as well. Um, they're playing shows mostly around Athens, and uh, at times they say they're up to about seven members in their outfit, although uh, apparently that is not the norm. Um, they have a brand new full-length album called And Time, and I featured a couple of their songs. Uh, one is called Strong Words, and the other is Instability. So uh, you'll be hearing Strong Words in a second, and uh, the other one at the end. If you like them, you can definitely check them out on all the streaming platforms that you might find music. But uh, yeah, um, this will be the first episode uh, kind of highlighting some uh, some bands that I've run into online uh, from Ohio. And it might be something that uh, I plan on doing in the future, just kind of running a little series of bands from random scenes that I run across, but uh, who knows? Um, regardless, thanks for listening to the show, and uh, hopefully yourself doing all right, uh, staying sane and positive and all that stuff as we approach the holidays. Uh, feel free to subscribe or follow the podcast, all that stuff. Um, in personal news and notes, uh, I got a big show with the Hollow Truce to promote on Friday night at the Metro in Baltimore. Uh, we got a bunch of our friends on the bill, Old Eastern and the Great Heights Band and, uh, the Man in the Flames and, uh, all sorts of friends. So, uh, I think doors are like 6.30. And, uh, again, that's Friday night, so that should be good. Um, Saturday, I'll be going out to Frederick. Uh, playing with the Big Laird Band, I will be playing lead guitar, and uh, we'll be at Flood Zone Brewing Saturday night, uh, I believe around 7 o'clock, and then uh, you can catch me Sunday afternoon at Steinhardt Brewing as well, also in Frederick, uh, probably playing like 2 to 5 p.m., but uh, anyway, uh, last few things, uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is up and running if you're looking for any video work in DMV. Uh, also, the web store for the podcast is finally up and running. If you're looking for uh, t-shirts or sweatshirts or any of that stuff, you uh, can definitely hook that up. And then uh, Truly Strings Guitar Shop is the sponsor of this show. Uh, Truly Strings is based out of Laurel, Maryland uh, in the DMV. And uh, if your guitars need a little attention, uh, Steven is the luthier, runs the shop, and uh, does an amazing job. I take all my guitars there. But anyway, uh, without any further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Kyle and Nathan of Plastic Lemonade. Yeah, what you guys up to? Just got out of another meeting and now doing yeah. this. Right on. And you guys are uh, calling in from uh, Columbus? Is that what I saw? Uh, 
Akron? Athens. Athens. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, audio kind of cut out there, but um all right, cool. Then uh yeah, I guess we can call this like the start. Um, you know, welcome on what I call the the part-time rockstar podcast. I think this will be episode like 168, 169, something like that. So, um, you mentioned your names were uh, Kyle and Nathan. Yep. yep. Got it. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I was checking out the video that you guys put out for, uh, what was it called? Uh, Strong Words. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was fun um is that your only video up or did i miss potentially um, that- some more i saw some live stuff but like as far as like music videos go yeah that's our only music video okay and you guys have been putting out stuff since like uh 2021 it looks like yep mm-hmm. cool well yeah i mean um i guess just uh if we want to kind of start with uh, what you guys have been up to and the latest and greatest. I mean, it looks like you got a whole whole album out here that just uh, yep. came out. And time. <clears throat> so, yep. I figure we kind of start there. I figure that's probably what uh, what you want to promote first, right? All right, yeah. yeah. All right, so the, um, the album's And Time. We released it November 11th of this year. Um, it's sort of like a review of our time through college. Um, I'm finishing semester. Um, we started recording sophomore year of college and, um, we ended up, we almost had it finished and we had a hard drive failure and lost three years of recording. Um, so, and we already like had stuff planned and, you know, everything was lined up. It was rough. And uh, <laughs> so then we recorded and time. Um, it was during this summer. So our school resources, like we, we go to Ohio University, um, yeah. the, the studio wasn't open. We weren't able to get in. Uh, so we ended up getting our own equipment uh, set up. And we recorded the entire album in our house, kitchen, some garage recordings, mm-hmm. um, just anywhere that we could set up microphones and get decent sound. Um, so it was a very like hectic album to put together, and I I feel like it just kind of like captures the the sound of like you know trying to make it through college and not have money and yeah trying to relate to trying to make it work yeah yeah. Well, I mean, that's cool that you were able to make it work. I mean, especially on the budget, man. It sounds pretty good. Were you guys, um, like, you know, record... I don't know, I'm trying to think of the term right now, but just, like, audio-inclined <clears throat> prior to, like, playing together? Like, kind of recording stuff when um, you were younger? I'm, or... Yeah, I'm, I'm majoring in music production. Um, gotcha. So I've, you know, I did uh, training with Jimmy Eno from the band Spoon, and then Michael Brower, who did Coldplay and Aretha Franklin and a bunch nice. of other. So I've got a lot of experience mixing music. Um, that was my first time really getting into recording. Um, because when I went to do recording and music production and all that, 
COVID hit and yeah. school studios then too. So I didn't really get that experience. And then we came back and I had a couple mixing courses, had those uh, master classes and then, you know, just dove right into it. And yeah. Cool. So this is like your latest project. I mean, not to dig up old, old bands, but I imagine you were probably playing in one or two prior to that as well. Not really. No. Um, we, uh, so we, we've been friends since fourth grade. Um, and we, we always talked about making music, but, uh, I was in like the school band. I played the saxophone. Uh, Kyle had no musical background. I bought a bass in Mm -hmm. high school. Yeah. And we just kind of like learned as a group and helped teach each other our instruments and, yeah. That was pretty good in high school. We we talked about making music and stuff and like actually writing our own material, mm-hmm. but we would get sidetracked yeah. uh, quite frequently and not end up doing it. So it just sort of sat on the back burner for a while. And then sophomore year was when COVID hit and I went back home from Athens. Kyle was still uh, back home at that point. And I got pretty much the whole band together and, we came out to OU as a group whenever, you know, everything yeah. and uh, started making music and then shows out here. Right on. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely cool to be able to start, you know, being friends first, especially from like fourth grade. Like, damn, it's a, it's like uh, <laughs> some like some super bad shit. But yeah. I feel like bands, at least in my experience, like always work better, you know when uh your friends first and like music second but i mean it can work good both ways it just depends you know so yeah um but that's cool to hear um so like how's the uh how's the scene in akron like playing bars uh, you playing house parties or athens sorry i'm gonna yeah. keep fucking that up but um <laughs> uh, we've played in akron we, so yeah. there, there's you know <laughs> <laughs> but athens is i i think the scene is growing um we've had some big acts come out of here like camp um yeah but there's never been like a huge you know scene it's always been there's there's the one band that's like taking off and i feel like right now it's starting to build up an actual underground scene we have a we have a house venue um we do like npr tiny desk type recordings Mm -hmm. um and then we have a, a friend, his, his artist name is Sid Barry, um, and he has a house venue, and they pack that place, like hundreds of people in this tiny house. It's, it's wild. We played there the other night. You yeah. can barely squeeze through the it was, crowd. It's it was insane. nuts. Um, so house shows are huge. There's a bar in town yeah. called The Union. Um, the who? We, Sorry. The Union. The Union. Yeah. And... Nice. Uh, we play out there quite a bit. Um, that was one thing. They hadn't hit capacity in like, well, since before COVID. And we were the first band to play opening weekend. And we packed the whole bar. And then, what's up. I mean, it's been, those shows have been huge. And it's all um, sponsored by the school's radio station. A lot of the stuff we do out there. Yeah. So that stuff's been fun. Yeah, it's cool, man. I'm uh, I'm definitely interested in uh, coming out sometime to play a show or two because um, yeah. it just seems like Ohio in general, um, 
from everyone I know who plays music, who tours, just seems like that you guys have a reputation for partying hard, you know, whether it's uh, Columbus or uh, Cincinnati or whatever. Um, I don't know. It just sounds like a good time. So definitely, uh, I'm definitely interested. Well, we're the, we're, we have the number one party school in, uh, in America. <laughs> so I feel like every school know. says that. It, well, I mean. I mean, you sort of have to, right? Halloween is our big thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit crazy out here. Um, yeah, but it's not really been a, a huge scene. It's mostly been you know a lot of garage rock bands stuff like that coming through, and you know they're they're playing with their buddies just to to get some beer money. You know you don't get yeah. a lot of you know full like serious artists and stuff like that. So I think it's been super fun to yeah. to actually watch this grow and develop into a legitimate scene that's cool have you gotten out of town a little like either up to cleveland or down to cincy at all yep we did a we did a a short tour of northeast ohio uh we hit cleveland akron kent uh lakewood Um, a bunch of cities up north um we have on down to Cincinnati yet, no. uh, but we're working on lining up some shows down there, and then we also have some places in Kentucky we're scoping out, and then maybe some shows in Indiana. Nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, what would be the would it be like Indianapolis that you'd be gunning for, or uh, is that, that or Fort? Yeah. Fort Wayne, you said. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. I mean. Um, I don't know. From the outside of looking in, it just seems like a like a decent scene. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it wouldn't be the first time Instagram has lied to me. So, <laughs> nor the last. But that's kind of how I found you guys because I'm always like sniffing around the little uh, the scenes to see what's around. I'm calling it from like the the DMV, the Baltimore DC area. So, um, you guys aren't too far away. But, um, I guess there might be a story behind plastic lemonade being a band name. Oh yeah. yeah. Just a word thing that you just mixed words together and just said, fuck it. Well, there's, um, so back when, well, that wasn't when we were in high school. It was whenever we were in college, but we were still kind of slacking and not doing anything. (laughs) Um, we made a jazz track, which is you know, very different from where we've ended up. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we had a song in my bedroom, and we put it out on YouTube. But we didn't have, like, a band name or anything. Um, yeah. So we did what we usually would do, and we went and we drove around in my car because there's nothing else to do yeah. in uh, rural Ohio. And uh, we went out to get some food, stopped at Wendy's, um, I got a strawberry lemonade. He got like a tropical berry lemonade and they handed them to us. Same cup looked identical. You know, they didn't mark it or anything. So he was like, how am I going to know which lemonade's mine? And I said, smell it and tell me what it smells like. And he sniffed the cup and he said, it smells like plastic. And I was like, oh, shit, plastic lemonade. And we just uh, kind of looked at each other. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So we stuck with that. <laughs> that's cool kind of stands out a little bit or at least memorable um 
are you a two-man band or do you have uh, the full band going we have uh so me and kyle write all the music but we have a rotation of seven members um We've done one show. It's, it's very rare that we get all seven. We've lines. done one show with all seven members, yeah. but uh, there are technically seven of us. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I like to play horns and flute and stuff like that. And then we have um, our, our third member who's sort of like the, the third in line. Um, she does piano and cello. So we like to throw in a lot of, you know, interesting instruments. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, you guys have a kind of a little bit different sound. Are there any okay. band, bands in particular that you're like, not necessarily going for, obviously, but just like bands that kind of like inspired you, obviously? Oh, we accidentally hit uh, Modest Mouse yeah. um, because me and Kyle had never listened to Modest Mouse before. Um, we'd obviously heard of them, yeah. but we were we were playing a, a show and uh, this this older guy, he came up to us afterwards, and he was like, you guys sound like Modest Mouse. And I was like, well, shit, I should probably give him a listen. And one of their tracks is, like, very close to how one of our tracks sounds. So we were like, shit. And we didn't even yeah. with them, but that ended up being one of the ones that, you know, we kind of leaned into that a bit more as we were recording the album. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's like a bad thing, by any yeah. Just to, to have a, a good comparison to, you know. I feel like I'm yeah. consistently getting like new comparisons about some some of the songs that I release, and I'm just like, yeah. all right, cool. Like, I, it's another <laughs> one that I can like kind of check out and see, you know, <laughs> where they're at or where I'm at. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah um any shows on the docket like coming up um we're planning on playing a show at the the union bar that we mentioned uh in it's for uh benefest it's a three-day festival um and it's a charity event for the hawking college yeah the hawking college through their school's radio station so separate university but they're pretty is they're just on the road from us. Are you getting uh, like some airplay on the uh, on the college radio? Uh, yeah, uh, quite a bit. We we didn't actually nice. know about. It. We, uh, we we <laughs> we didn't realize we were getting kind, any airplay. Kind of found but, out through the grapevine. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we've got a couple like shops in town that'll play our music while they're while they're selling stuff and everything. So that's been that's been pretty cool too. Yeah, that's what's up, especially without even having to do anything it's a good sign yeah yeah um i guess the the video again i saw was for uh, strong words which maybe is like you know you're single or something but uh you know you got a, a few other tunes up there and i don't know exactly which ones you might want to feature on here but uh, a couple of them got interesting titles like alligator country and uh, yeah water and pills so i don't know yeah. you want to talk about any of those at all well, good yeah um so alligator country in particular that one was a fun one i was i was trying to write a song um, about my partner and i was trying to make it like you know 
a fun little love songs. We didn't have that. We didn't have any. Well, we actually we didn't have any happy songs no, in general. They're all sad and themed. And uh, <laughs> I, I quickly realized that like I just do not have that style of songwriting in me. Like no inner Paul McCartney. I don't have that Paul McCartney <laughs> inside. So uh, it ended up not exactly going the way I wanted it to, and I kept getting frustrated. And when I finally got a song like in a melody that I liked. Um, the the vocal melody was identical to Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Uh, um, nice. So I just like I tweaked it, and then I put different instrumentals to it and everything, and like changed the tempo and the the, the key and all that stuff, and ended up calling it Alligator Country. Is just kind of like a you know Crocodile Rock. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's cool. Uh, that one that one uh, we we featured a friend of ours. He did um, some of the engineering on our album. His name's Johnny Lee, and he's from uh, Vietnam. And he is extremely helpful with just our whole recording process. Also just an amazing vocalist. Yeah, he is a fantastic vocalist. He's fantastic. Yeah, and a a great piano player, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll probably be featuring him in the future. Uh, He doesn't have any music out right now, but I've sort of been trying to get him to because he's got some really good stuff. Yeah. Um, in Water and Pills, we featured Olivia Bell. She's an artist from Akron, and she is an extremely talented vocalist. And then uh, Lily Manukin, who is a student here, uh, she doesn't have any music out, but she is um, the she's in charge of our Women in the Music Industry program, and also uh, does stuff with our uh, campus radio network. So we had that connection with her and. I found out that she was a very good singer, so we got her on that track. Nice. Um, Water and Pills is probably our saddest song. Like, I would say so, yeah. uh, You know, we said we had, like, some dark music as far as the lyrical content goes, but, like, I would say Water and Pills is probably the saddest. Um, I wrote that song when we were about to do our first show. It was right before that. Back in 2021, yeah, you had you had the um, lyrics, but yeah. we didn't have a song for it. It was the day before our first show, and we 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 wrote it the day before our first show. Yeah, um, and that one that was about um, specific a very very specific situation where um, like a loved one has cancer during the yeah. pandemic, and you can't go to visit them because they're immunocompromised and. Yeah. with COVID. So it's like the, the, the concept of like, you want to be around your loved ones in their last moments, but if you are around them, then you could, you know, end their life. So that song was like our heavy hitter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but as I mean, it does get a little more a beat. Our song Otis is about our hometown. Yeah. If you can call that a beat, you know, we have mixed, but, but mixed music. The music, the music is, is upbeat, yeah, we like but... to have, like, positive-sounding tracks and everything. Yeah. Happy songs, the... sad lyrics. Yeah, happy songs, sad lyrics. That's yeah. the whole thing, really. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, I mean, one brain cell sounds like an insult directed to somebody. Maybe it's the drummer or something. No. But uh, maybe a... I'm extrapolating Us. too far. <laughs> that is a blow at me and him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because we we did that whole thing in uh, in one sitting. Yeah. That was a 15 minute song. Um, I, 
yeah, we were sitting down together on the couch and uh, we just had two acoustic guitars out and we wanted to just fuck around with mic placements, you know, get some get some weird noises and stuff. And uh, we just started recording, started playing some random chords, um, made our way through it, and we were like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty nice instrumental. Like, that, that sounds decent. But, you know, yeah. there was the concept of, like, we just share one brain cell that bounces back and forth, and mm-hmm. one of us doesn't, and they're pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has weekends, I have weekends. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, like, usually I feature two songs, like, on an episode. Uh, which two do you think we'll go with here? Um, I would probably say... Uh, strong words you brought that one up earlier um that was our our first single for the album um and then we would probably go with uh instability um that was the single and it also has the lyric and time which is where we pulled the album title from uh so those will probably be the two tracks we feature strong words um i wrote that one back not too long ago, a couple months, you know, about a year ago. About a year ago, yeah. Yeah, I wrote Strong Words about a year ago, down in the kitchen. Um, that one was sort of like, uh, I mean, it's obviously a fuck you song because yeah. of the chorus. But like, it's, you know, a, a fuck you song, but it's like, you know, fuck you. I'm, I'm glad that we've moved on from yeah. whatever. That's like the whole premise yeah. of it. I wanted that like you know, good vibes, but still like fuck off kind of thing. Um, and then instability (laughs) was, was like, it's basically the album encapsulated into a song where it was like, you know, Kyle actually wrote the lyrics for that one based on the civil war. Cause he's, he's a history guy. So he is about the civil war and the feeling of relationship, uh, anxiety, uh, Which I, I'm actually in a pretty stable relationship. I have no anxiety about, but I wanted to see if I could. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just a fun tie-in. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. Who did the uh, artwork on your album? That was my partner Ariana. Um, I could. Oh man, Instagram well, link is, for, is for all the singles Ariana does. Yeah, for the album, the album artwork was a was a joint project we had. A photographer, uh, uh, Miranda Cronin, yep. uh, by Snapshot Photography, yep. took the picture of us, and then uh, we took the picture, printed it out at Walmart, um, covered it in like leaves and stuff, and then put it in a frame, and then threw it on the ground and like kicked dirt on it and stuff, and then took a picture of the picture, <laughs> <laughs> and then cropped that down. That's the album art. Okay, yeah, it's cool. Kind of stands out a little bit. Um, for a second, I thought I lost you there. I didn't really have a I didn't really have a follow up question necessarily, right. but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's also interesting, I guess. You guys uh, put out a full album at once. I know a lot of a lot of the kids these days are just going with singles, and it looks like you guys had kind of been doing that, you know, leading up to this. Um, do you feel like I guess you just had a maybe a lot of songs coming to you? Like writing wise, or um, well, was it just something you? We had a, yeah, go yeah. ahead. 
made a lot of songs early. Um, we were putting stuff out sort of out of necessity to try to stay relevant, like to make sure people didn't forget about us. Because right. um, we put out uh, our first single, and then that was right after that was when we lost all of our recordings. So that it was first single dropped before the album was supposed to, and then we lost everything. Um, so our first EP, which was I'm Deathly Afraid of Fish, that one was Recovered Files, uh, everything that we could recover from the album. So, like, a very strange EP that doesn't, it didn't really fit together or make any sense. We just wanted to have it out there. And then we had um, a live session, and that that's up there. That was from last Halloween. And then following that, we did Strong Words in the Summer, Instability End of the Summer, and then Album in November. Yeah, I got you. Um, yep. Well, that's cool. Uh, I mean, it sounds like you're definitely on the right track, like as far as you know, releasing a ton of stuff and uh, and writing a lot. Um, obviously, you got you got one music video out there. Are there yep. any pl- any plans for more? We really want to do a lot of music videos. Yeah. Um, the issue right now has just been like finding time. Because uh, we've been extremely busy mm-hmm. this semester, um, and like trying to manage seven people in the band has been yeah, it's a, a bit. Lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we would like to do some more music videos. Uh, we just, you know, started getting more videographer contacts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, get stuff pushed out soon. Um, we've been putting a lot of focus into uh our venue because we do these like live recorded stuff i mentioned it earlier it's like npr tiny desk if you looked up uh band concerts or lemonade stand ohio uh we just wrapped up our first season uh those episodes will be coming out over our winter break uh and then we're going to be booking season two where we're hoping to get some larger acts but that's sort of been, you know, a 50-50 split where, like, we're doing the we're doing the band stuff and we're trying to get all these shows and release music. And then at the yeah. same time, help grow the Athens scene and get these artists some more exposure and all that Yeah, stuff. I mean, A, that's uh, cool you're doing that at all. B, cool you mentioned it, too, because, I mean, I don't know, just looking around at the different scenes that I sort of spy on or or maybe my own, it's just sort of like, I feel like the more of that type of stuff you do, like just, I mean, obviously the better for everyone, but like it works both ways. You know, I feel like when bands start doing that, it just like, it just amplifies them, but amplifies everybody. I don't know. It's just, it's like, how, how can you not? It's like, I think think that's just the way things are going. Now you find your little niche, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like every band might have a band member or maybe as a group, they're like collectively better at something, you know, else yeah. than the scene. Like, I don't know. Some people it's video and photography and all that. Some people, you know, it's it's the audio side or some people maybe it's something else, art, whatever. You know, for me, obviously, I just figured, fuck it, start a podcast like yeah every, like every other loser in their basement or whatever but um you know just I, 
I feel like if you can, like, why not? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's cool you guys I'm, are doing that. Yeah, it, it boosts, like, you know, bands want to play with you more if they right. have the... Maybe they'll, maybe they'll want us to play a show at their place, or maybe they'll want us to be on their podcast, or they might help me with photography or videography needs. Like, it just, you know, increases that demand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's awesome you guys are getting into that. You know, like for me, the, the podcast thing is just great for context, just getting to know people, yeah. different areas, wherever it may be. So, um, obviously, you guys are, are welcome back on. Uh, whenever and uh should i ever get out that way definitely let you know i'm always trying to put together little bills and stuff and i don't know if if you guys are interested in traveling or whatever but i I try to do um some festivals i mean i festival seems like kind of a big word (laughs) um but you know just like 15 bands on a day with like a couple stages and just try to get everyone to roll through Mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun you know yeah so if you're ever interested in anything like that definitely definitely let me know I'll send you the, the info um uh, is there anything like you know pressing like important that maybe we glanced over glazed over didn't quite uh, touch on all right, one thing I'd like to mention is uh, we just put up on our YouTube channel. Uh, we played at the for the I Voted Festival. It's a online okay. music festival that went up uh, just this week. Um, that was on election day. That was released and live streamed. It was a big event. There were over 400 artists, I believe, up to like um rise against was doing it hailstorm run the jewels um shaky graves just artists across yeah. tons of different um so that was a big a big thing that we did right before our album release because that was november 8th album dropped on the 11th so i just wanted to put that out there a lot of the songs that we uh have on the album are the tracks that we played for i voted festival so if anyone wants to hear some live versions of that stuff, it's all up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, it's cool. I can uh, probably remember to drop a, a YouTube link uh, on this episode as well, too, so people can find you. Um, did my headphones just die? Or never mind. I think you're still there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate you guys uh, hopping on here and... Um, uh, if you can send me the MP3s, obviously, to uh, to the thing, I will put those on here, um, and you know, get you guys links out there, and hopefully get this episode out uh, next week. Awesome, sounds good. So uh, maybe one day we'll cross paths. You never know, but yeah, not, not too not too far away. But regardless, hopefully you guys have some good shows and. Uh, I guess good Thanksgiving, too, coming up here. You too. All right. So, yeah, I want to thank Kyle and Nathan for coming on the show. The song that you're hearing in the background is called Instability. If you like it, you can definitely find it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, and all that stuff. Thanks for listening. See you.